Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Hi, thanks for joining me for episode 149 of Say It With Me Now, Claire. Hippie Witch, Magic for a New Age. My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the rich witch, creatrix behind Kick-Ass Witch, putting the K in magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and all that good shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode back on Blog Talk Radio. And today is the last day of the Rich Witch here on the podcast. I will still be posting, I think, on Thursday. Um, I'm still working on the Rich Witch, Seven Portals of Prosperity. Um, it's an interesting ebook for those of you who don't know, because it's about approaching financial prosperity w- from a place of magic. It's for witches. It's for people who love magic, who love the law of attraction. So the portion that was about magic and about this crazy, awesome metaphor that just sort of like poured through me, the whole book is a metaphor. <laughs> um, that just was like, I couldn't write it fast enough. But then I'm also sharing some really technical real-world practical tips for you. So I'm going back and fact-checking all that. Um, I feel responsible. Like if you're going to take my advice, I want to make sure that I know what I'm talking about. So that section's taking a little bit extra time, um, you know, just to make sure all my T's are crossed and my I's are dotted. So I'm pushing the date back, the release back to a vague later this week. <laughs> so until I hit publish on that thing, you can still pre-order it. You can still get the $5 off um, when you use the discount code. Money is my superpower, all lowercase, all smushed together in one long word. Money is my superpower. I also, before I get started today, want to say a shout out to two people that left me five-star reviews on iTunes. Yay! <laughs> That helps me so much, and not very many people go over there and take the time to do that. So thank you so much. I'm going to read your reviews because I love them, and they're awesome, and I hope the rest of you (laughs) aren't rolling your eyes at me right now. But the first is from PugMom1987. Her review just says, Refreshing. I really enjoy this podcast by Joanna, the kooky creatrix of Hippie Witch. It is informative, fun, silly, imaginative, good fun. It's <laughs> fun twice, yay. Um, Joanna really cares about what she talks about, and it shows in all of her shows. I do care. I do care. Thank you, Pug Mom. And then the next one um, is titled, Words Can't Describe, with an exclamation mark. <laughs> And it's by Amazing22. And she says, My new obsession. Joanna has totally helped me continue finding my new age path. I've always known I've had this special part of me, and Joanna has helped me put it into words and find friends just like me and with the same interests. I tell everyone to listen to Joanna. She is unbelievable. <laughs> Yay! Thank you guys. I love that part when you talked about finding friends, by the way, because I love the community that has bubbled around 
this whole operation, it's so cool to see people making friends behind the scenes and stuff, especially when I do those little Facebook challenges. I need to do another one of those because they really bring people together. Um, anyway, I want to talk about another um, one of you all who's probably listening right now. Um, I got an email from a coaching client slash friend. I have a hard time calling her a coaching client because I've just really come to love her over the years. Um, And, of course, she'll remain anonymous, and her email was long, long, long. But in a nutshell, something about that inspired me to do today's show um, because she, I know that she's a very responsible person with money, with all things. She's super smart. She's beyond smart. She's very wise. And... Um, She was saying in this email that her focus has always been on, she was talking about the rich witch and wanted to share some things about this month's theme. And she said her focus has always been on having enough to make ends meet. But she's at a point now where she wants to expand her idea of enough. And um, she said specifically, rather than simply surviving, I want to dream for more. So I was kind of on the fence about a couple of different show ideas for today. I think I could do the Rich Witch theme for years. (laughs) I could just rename my business the Rich Witch and only talk about this because it's new to me, not the money subject, but like figuring it out for myself and actually getting some motion where I'm actually making money and saving money and investing money and then learning all of that. Like it's still at that really exciting place for me. So I have like too much to say about it. (laughs) Um, But anyways, I was kind of on the fence about what to talk about today. So her email was the thing that really pushed today's topic forward. So today we are going to talk about when enough is enough. Not, no, when enough, (laughs) when enough is not enough, how to manifest life's pleasures guilt-free. So um, I feel like guilt is something that really women suffer from a little bit more than men typically, generally. I could be wrong if you're a man. If you're a guilty man listening to this, let me know. Um, But I tend to notice that more in women than men, and... Just saying, I don't really know why I'm saying that. It's <laughs> just something I've noticed. Uh, but a lot of uh, moms, and I'm sure this is true of stay-at-home dads as well, you know, they'll say, I really want to go back to work because they've, you know, they quit their jobs to raise their kids up to a certain age. Um, but they'll think, you know, but my kids are going to hate me if I leave them with their grandma five days a week, you know, so I can go pursue my dream. And I would challenge that. <laughs> I would say, are they? Are you sure about that? I mean, maybe they would. I, I don't know their grandma, and I don't know your kids. <laughs> but I'm just saying your kids might actually love the time away from you. And having a mom or a dad who is leading a life that makes them feel good about themselves is going to model that behavior for um, your kids in the future. So I think sometimes guilt can be misguided. And that is actually a really big dilemma in some people's lives, and I didn't mean to get that deep (laughs) so fast, um, or or at all, really. Um, I was just using it as an example because I know so many people can relate, but what I really want to talk about here is manifesting the smaller things, life's little pleasures that maybe you tend to deny yourself, or maybe you'd like to indulge in, but you think you can't afford to. Um. 
because guilt is a factor with those at that level, it might show up with a thought like, why do I think I deserve this Chanel handbag when there are millions of starving kids who deserve to be fed and loved? Which obviously there are, <laughs> and they do. Um, but I don't think that doesn't mean you don't deserve the bag at the, you know, as well, especially if you're making your own money and you want to treat yourself every once in a while. So deserve actually is not my favorite word. I think we should just strike deserve from our vocabulary <laughs> because it has a built-in shame factor. It measures the pleasures of your life. It measures the pleasures. I love when that happens. It measures the pleasures of your life against your worth and because you are I promise, I know deep down in my soul, you are absolutely worthy in every single way because you are an expression of the divine. You are worthy and deserving of your next meal or a trip to Hawaii. And deserving really doesn't have to do with it at all. It's not about deserving. Um, But guilt, (laughs) guilt is a bitch. And it will weigh your worth that way and create guilt and as much as I love her and I really really do and I know so many of you do too I actually do not agree with Brene Brown when she says I'm just going to say it I am pro guilt guilt is good guilt helps us stay on track because it's about behavior it occurs when we compare something we've done or failed to do with our personal values I feel like I should read that again. <laughs> well, she defines guilt as being something, it happens when we compare something we've done or failed to do with our personal values. I personally have worked with enough people now, good people, to know that guilt is not always a reflection of you having done something wrong or out of alignment with your values. It can be but it can also be the result of some really shitty programming about what you should and shouldn't be doing, um, which is really about other people's values. So I think it's tricky that way. I'm not totally disagreeing with her, but I kind of am at the same <laughs> same time. It depends, um, which is where self-awareness comes in really handy when you're trying to discern between that, you know, Um And you might feel differently about it, and that's totally cool. Regardless, I think it would be interesting to sit down and figure out the things in your life or or the things that you wish were in your life, and then to ask yourself, do I feel guilty about this because it is out of alignment with my values? And what specific value am I violating here and why? Or do I feel guilty because someone in my life should all over me. You should do this. You should not do that. <laughs> um, so even if you disagree with me and you're like, no, guilt is good. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> I would still recommend just checking that out for yourself and looking at the places where you have guilt and maybe just doing a little bit of deep soul diving around that particular issue. And perhaps making that distinction could help set you free a little bit and help you discern in the future which voice is actually running the show. And I I really, I wanted to say a word about guilt because, A, it's in the title of the show, (laughs) and B, I know that's going to be a big block for some of you when it comes to manifesting life's pleasures, but I really don't want to get to 
too much further down that rabbit hole because what I really want to do is have some fun here. And deliberate manifestation is crazy good fun. So I'm excited that we're ending this theme, this month's theme, with some fun here. Something that I have noticed, because if you haven't been following me for long, you might not know, um, I kind of moved into witchcraft from law of attraction. And then I just kind of saw the relationship between the two because when I was practicing just exclusively the law of attraction, things were happening. I was deliberately manifesting things all the time, and it was amazing. And I kept thinking, isn't this magic? You know, so then I started reading about magic, like real magic, witchcraft, and um, realizing, yeah, <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of similarities there. And there's been a lot of crossover since. A lot of people play in both of those camps. But if you're just going to separate them out, I will say that I notice more shaming around today's topic in witch, witchy circles than I do in the law of attraction. The law of attraction crowd is like, oh, light and love and happy and fun. And they're really good at manifesting because they talk about it. They're like, I'm going to manifest blah, 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 whatever it is. And then everybody's like, you go, girl, I'm going to manifest this. And they cheer each other on, and it's very fun and exciting. I don't really see that going on in the witchy community. If it is, point me in the direction. I would love to participate in a crowd like that. Um, There's not joy in, in manifesting. There's a lot of, like, threats about, like, ooh, if you manifest this, what's what price are you going to pay? And I... I experienced manifesting the law of attraction way first, and it was a joyful, wonderful, beautiful experience. So that kind of guilt, fear mongering, it doesn't, it doesn't work on me. Yay! <laughs> and if it works on you, I, I recommend checking that out and maybe seeing if you can rewire that a little bit for yourself. But that joy, that sense of playfulness, it is truly magnetic. It's it's when you're stressing out or when you want something so bad and you're so desperate about it or you have some lingering guilt that you really push it away. When you're trying so intensely, that that is not – you're not playing in the realm <laughs> of manifestation, deliberate manifestation, the realm of magic. It needs to be playful. Um, it's so attractive. And I don't mean to other people. <laughs> I mean to whatever you want to manifest when you're coming at it with that childlike, playful attitude. And that's, that's too, why um, you'll sometimes see someone who is just getting into the law of attraction but not quite getting the hang of it yet. They'll come off as being, like, really fake and phony and over the top and expressing how much joy they're feeling. <laughs> Because gratitude, joy, a sense of playfulness, these are actual tools used in that community to manifest. So you learn that when you first start, you know, getting into that stuff. Um, And it really does work, but only if you're actually feeling those feelings and not trying to convince yourself or other people that you're feeling something you're not. So you have to start where you are and then build up slowly from there. And let me just say right now (laughs) that this is not a show for anyone who has a problem with overspending or shopping addiction. I hope that that's obvious, but just in case, I'm saying it now. This is a show for people who want to expand their idea of how much is enough so that they can start 
allowing themselves a few more pleasures in life, little things that make you feel good, little things that make life fun. Um, So you have to start where you are, like I said, and then build up slowly from there. So where are you right now, today? Think about, you know, where you are financially, what you're able to afford, um, and then think of one smallish but just out of reach pleasure that you would like to manifest for yourself but don't think that you can afford to. It could be a fancy article of clothing or an appliance for your kitchen. It could be a weekend trip with your honey to someplace really magical. It could be new tires for your car. <laughs> Not a necessity. Let me let me specify that. You don't need new tires for your car. They're the fancy, super cool, souped-up tires. I don't even know. You can't soup up tires. Don't listen to me. (laughs) Make sure that the thing that you're trying to manifest is just for the pleasure. It's just for the fun of it. It's not a necessity. Um, just for this, just for the purposes today, just for playing or playing this game with me. So whatever it is, decide on what it's going to be. Make sure it lights you up. Don't. Don't land on what it is until you are truly excited. Like, oh, my God, I would so love to have that. Oh, I wonder if I could do it. I wonder if I could have that thing. Imagine yourself with it. Visualize it and see what kind of feeling you get. Once you get on that, like, ding, ding, ding kind of feeling, write it down. And then make a commitment, a real commitment to figuring out a way to either win it, receive it as a gift, or come up with the extra cash that you need to buy it outright. And all those things, keep all those things on the table. You could win it. You could receive it as a gift. um, You could trade it for, you know, somebody could make a trade with you. Or you could just come up with the extra cash. Not, don't cut into your budget. Don't cut into your grocery money to buy it. It has to be extra cash. The way that I've been doing it this year has been so fun, like crazy fun. I think this might even be my theme in 2017. I've been working with the queen this year, but I just started doing this. I wanted to buy myself some luxuries because I always buy cheap, crappy clothes, really. They're cute. They're trendy. They're awesome. Um, They're not built to last, you know. And I just was like, gosh, I really would love the designer things I have are gifts from other people and I was just like I would like to like have some nice things that I pick out for myself that make me feel like a queen so I started with a Kate Spade glitter bug wallet in rose gold (laughs) and you can tell how I say it I still every time I look at that wallet because I did manifest it for myself I feel a little thrill. I feel like a queen. I feel like a rich witch. I feel good. It's so beautiful, and I've got my money and my little cards all organized in it, and it makes me feel great. The way that I manifested that was I I, – slow down, Joe. Okay, I figured out how much it costs to buy one of those suckers, and then I promised myself if I made twice that extra in January, meaning more than – is in my budget more than I need to make ends meet. If I received twice that, I would buy myself the wallet. And I did. <laughs> I made twice that. And it's really because I really, 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 really wanted that wallet. I stocked it. 
Um, I have a secret Pinterest board where I've been working with manifestation. So I had like several pictures of it from different angles inside and outside, and I would look at it. And this manifestation board, I take things off it. I delete them once I've manifested what I want. I did the same thing in February with a Rebecca Minkoff Mini Mac purse that I just got. <laughs> and I did it I did that one fast. Um but it was the same thing because for me I felt like if I can double the cost of the item I won't feel guilty. It'll feel like a reward. It'll feel fun and exciting, and then I can invest the extra money, and I have the reward of whatever, the thing that I want. It's kind of like um, I've been using this reference a lot, like the carrot in front of the donkey, like leading the donkey. It's like pulling you forward with your enthusiasm. Um, So I'm going to do this every month. I have a pair of jeans I want next month. (laughs) They're so cute. Made well, flea market flares. I want them. Um, But they're just, you know, designer jeans. They make your butt look awesome, and they're comfortable. And um, So anyway, I'm just playing around with it that way, and I'm going to share some tricks that I use to do this that I think might be helpful for you. One thing you can do, one thing that I I just kind of overall have been working on manifesting for myself is this concert in Vegas that I would like to go to. So I set up Google alerts for this specific concert and then free tickets. And when you do a Google alert, you can make it very specific. So only, like you can put in brackets the word free tickets so you don't get a hit for every single time the word free comes up or every time the word tickets comes up. You can be really specific with it. So every time this concert comes up in Vegas, I get an email. You can also set Google alerts so you just get an email once a week. But I do it so I get an email anytime somebody posts, like, free tickets for this concert. Another thing that I did with – both the wallet and the purse that I manifested was I set up eBay. I started watching items, those items on eBay, which is really, really cool because you get emails when it's like, first of all, it gives you an idea of how much you can buy the item. You know, you can buy it for a lot less on eBay sometimes and brand new with the tags still on it, which is super cool. But also if you hit like watch, I forget what it is, watching now or something, if you want to watch the item, eBay will email you when it's about to go up for auction or when it sells or it's about to sell, um, when it gets relisted, when something similar gets relisted. So it keeps it in your line of vision And it creates, for me, I can't say this will work for you. This is what works for me. It was exciting and fun. I would open up those emails and be like, yep, that's for me. There it is. Yes, I want that. And then just delete the email and move on in my day. Um, And then, like I said, I have a Pinterest board that does not have very many things on it. And it's private. Only I can see it. But it's very... um, specific, just what I'm manifesting now, and then when I manifest it, I get to delete all the little pins, which has, it has this built-in sense of satisfaction, too. (laughs) And then I'm also just really quick going to share a quick mini version of a technique that I outline in The Rich Witch, the ebook. Um, and this is this is what you do. Let's say you want, I don't care what it is, let's say you want a $200 pair of boots, you want these boots, 
um, the first thing you do is you price the item. They're $200. And then, um, oh, dear, you're going to learn how bad I am with math. <laughs> um, I don't need a calculator for this. But then you decide the time frame that you want to manifest these boots for yourself. So say 30 days. So then you take out your little calculator, how many, and then you divide 30 days, you divide 200 by 30 days. Um, and then that's how much you would have to earn or save every day to be able to purchase that item outright. You might be surprised by the number or in a really good way or in a not so good way, but it'll give you perspective on how much that thing costs. It could be as simple as not like getting a magazine every time you go through the grocery store checkout. Like you could easily maybe manifest those boots with just some little things that you don't really need or don't really care about. Um, cutting those out and saving that way. But here's the neat thing about it. If you focus on buying it for yourself while at the same time like scanning the horizon for giveaways or trades that you could make or contests that you could win, things like that, if you keep trying to manifest it that way as well, you might find that you end up manifesting the thing free and clear before you have even had a chance to hit the buy it now button, which is really cool. That happened to me with that concert in Vegas. How about that? <laughs> I'm way ahead of time. So um, I would prepare. I would work that into my manifestation plan and prepare for that to happen. Write it into your plan. Write down, you know, if I raise the $200 for these boots, but I end up receiving them free and clear anyway by some miracle magic of the universe, I will invest that money, that $200, I will invest in a high-yield index fund, or I will donate it to such and such charity that I love and care about. Um, and then this can have the effect of really doubling your manifestation power, the alternative that you choose, is something that really, really moves you, like a charity that you love that really, really pulls on your heart strings or investing in that index fund that is going to help you retire comfortably one day and just or set you free on a whole other level financially. Pick something that really lights you up in the same way those boots do. <laughs> Maybe you'll end up manifesting both. And even if you don't, you're going to have fun along the way, and that is the point. Keep it fun. Keep it light. This is not rocket science. It's a game. It's just a game. It's a silly fun game with an awesome payoff. The lighter you can keep it, the better. <laughs> it will work a lot better the more just keep it light. And don't don't pick something that's so far out of your reach. Keep it smallish, just a little bit out of reach, so that when you manifest it, it's really fun and it energizes you to want to try again, you know, and then maybe you'll burn yourself out. It's like, I got the wallet, I got the purse, I got the boots, I got the tires, I got the Vitamix, <laughs> I got my stuff. And then maybe you'll start realizing, oh my God, I can use this technique to really help a cause that moves me to really participate in the world on a whole other level or to take my business to the next level or to retire 10 years earlier than I was planning on. You know, you can start using the same exact technique for manifesting bigger experiences into your life, but starting small allows you to kind of build that muscle, build your confidence, 
And um, it's fun to just play around with the little things like that. So I I hope that you enjoyed this month of The Rich Witch. I definitely, definitely did. I hope to revisit this theme in 2017. So, and often, you know, just to keep building on what I'm learning about money, I hope that we can learn together, you know, like learn as we go. (laughs) And I know we're all on different levels. But, um, you know, and what I'm talking about might not speak to you. You may have this all figured out. I don't know. But I'm going to share what I'm learning as I'm learning it because that's how I stay excited and on fire. And it's really, really fun for me to do that with you and participate together that way. So anyway, I will be here next week talking at you. If you want your copy of The Rich Witch, there's a link on – um, the description page for this episode back at Blog Talk Radio. It's on my blog. It's on my website. It's on Facebook. It's on Twitter. It's here, there, and everywhere. I am so easy to find. <laughs> or you can just go to Gum Road and look for The Rich Witch, Seven Portals of Prosperity. Don't forget to use your pre-order code. Money is my superpower. And until we meet again, much love. Peace. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.